welcome back to another episode of the Soul Strong Podcast and Happy New Year. I know that we're in February, but it is my first um, solo episode for this year. So I just wanted to say Happy New Year. Hope that the last six weeks or so have started off well. And I know it's been a crazy 2020 that we've come out of, but we are in a brand new year. And although many things are the same, our mindset and our view of what this year could be doesn't have to be the same. Okay, I'm all about growth and change and getting better and improving. And it doesn't mean it always happens, but it is something I do pursue in my life. I've never been one to do something the same way all the time just because. You can ask my family about that. I always try and look for better ways to do things. There's that saying, you know, work smarter, not harder. And I really resonate with that. Even though I fully believe in working hard, I also believe that when we think and reflect and intentionally look forward, we may find inspiration on how to do things better as we begin or as we trailblaze into this new year. There's a passage of scripture found in Philippians 4 verse 8 and I wanted to share it with you in the Passion Translation version of it. If you haven't heard of the Passion Translation yet, it is such a cool version. It's the one that I flick to when I just want to kind of get a breath of fresh air or a new take on scripture and it's really, really cool. Um, So take a look at it if you want. And in Philippians 4 verse 8, it says, So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Isn't that cool? Now, there's a narrative here. It's inviting us to focus our thoughts, the central part of who we are, our mind, and think about things that are real. Think about things that are honorable, beautiful, holy, and kind, just to name a few of those that were pointed out in that scripture. Think about things that are authentic, things that are going to carve a different way from what this world might be inviting you to do. So in light of thinking about good things, Let's think and spend some time talking about something that is good and could set us up for a better year. I want to share something with you that I've been doing for a few years now, quite a few years actually, and it's looked slightly different over the years, but nonetheless, it has made such an impact on my life and it is a morning routine. I am all about my mornings. This is the one guaranteed time that I have every single day where I'm by myself, I'm not dependent or waiting on anybody, I'm not surrounded by others. It's not work time, but a time that is truly a gift. I love my mornings. This is my solo time and it is precious. I've often called it my magic mornings because it just sets me up for the day. And I don't want to start my day rushed, so I aim to start my day resolved. I have a purpose and a plan and I've been really intentional about what that purpose and plan is as to what I do in my mornings. 
I could literally talk about how important a morning routine is all day, (laughs) but let me try and sum it up for you during this episode. And then at the end of the episode, I'd like to share what my morning routine in 2021 looks like, only in the hope that it could be some sort of help to anyone at all. That would be awesome. But that's the only reason why I share it, just to kind of let it be an aid or potentially a resource of some sort. So a good morning starts the night before. So in order for you to have the best morning you can have, the first point I want to share, okay, point number one is you need to go to bed earlier. Oh, I can hear the questions and doubts already. How can I go to bed earlier when I work? I have kids. I need to clean my house. I want to watch my favorite Netflix show. I need some downtime. Well, all that and more is possible when there is a plan. So we put Hunter to bed around 7.30. That is his bedtime. So I aim to be in bed by about 8.30. Now, in order for that to happen, I need to wrap everything up downstairs, dishes, toys, all of that by the time I'm taking Hunter up to bed. So my encouragement to you is get your kids involved in packing away. Make this a team or a family effort. It doesn't always have to be on you. Even if it takes, you know, it takes him triple the amount of time to pack away the toys as it would take me, but he needs to be doing that while I'm either packing away the dishes or, you know, whatever. It's a team effort. And sometimes when I'm really on the ball, I'll try and wash my pots and pans and pack the dishwasher before we sit down to have dinner so that all I have to do after dinner is put the dishes that we just used in the dishwasher and then we're done. Now, this doesn't happen often enough. Goodness, I so wish it happened every single night, but it is a bit of a goal for me to get that all done beforehand. And once your kids are in bed, then you have that downtime to do what you need to do to make your nighttime count. Now, I'm currently thinking about what my nighttime routine could look like. Um, My friend was talking to me the other day about her nighttime routine and how much she loves it. And it's so cool. And I've never really had a nighttime routine. And so I'd like to one day. So maybe that could be another episode one day. (laughs) All right. So that is all about the night before. It matters. So make a count. Get into bed earlier. Second point. Speaking of earlier, wake up earlier than your household. Being the first one up means that there are no distractions. Now, if you have a newborn or you work, you know, different shifts or you have crazy sleep patterns, this would be insanely difficult. So please stay with me on this point at your discretion. When you wake up earlier, you get to set the tone for your day rather than someone or something else setting it for you. There is something beautifully calming and quiet about the morning. I wake up before the sun and it really is beautiful seeing the sun peek through the clouds. And what I mean by tone, setting the tone for the day, is that when you're the first to wake up, you get to set what that tone means. It means that you wake up and do what you need to do first in order to have the best day. You can wash your face drink some water, make a coffee, read, whatever it is that will wake you up in the morning in the right mood and spirit. This is vastly different to waking up to a beeping alarm that you've snoozed through too many times and it's telling you, you are late. So the morning begins rushed or waking up to the needs of someone else. Hear me when I say this in absolute love. 
Your soul needs to be filled in order for you to be able to give the best of yourself to everyone else. Some people say, wake up 15 minutes before everyone else. Some can do an hour before everyone else. Whatever you can do to create a space in your morning that is just you is really, really important. Okay, so number one was go to bed earlier or go to bed at a time that gives you a decent amount of sleep before you have to wake up. Number two, wake up earlier than your household. Number three, when it comes to your morning routine, have a plan for your morning. Have a plan. Now, this avoids waking up early and then just wandering around the house because you're too tired to do anything. What is the routine that you want to follow? Write down some things that you want to accomplish in the morning. Ultimately, the questions are, what is the purpose of your morning routine? So I have about six different things that I do in the mornings. The shortest ones are 10 to 15 minutes and the longest thing that I do in the morning is 50 minutes long. But I've put them all in so that I get as much accomplished as I can with the time that I have. So once you have established what your purpose is for the mornings and what are some ways that you want to go about doing that, one way to accomplish that is to set times for each of them. So ask yourself, how long do you want to spend doing those different things? What works for me is to set alarms on my phone that display each part of my morning. That way I don't have to have my eyes you know, on my watch or on a clock or I have to keep checking my phone the whole morning, but I just wait for the alarm to ring and then I move on to the next activity. Or if I haven't quite finished what I'm doing, I'll just snooze it for a little bit to wrap up what I'm doing before I move on to the next thing. That does then cut into the next period of time, but that's on me. If you don't want to set alarms and are happy to keep an eye on your watch or your clock or your phone, or you want to try something else, go for it. This is just what works for me. Some people have timers like sand in an hourglass or various things like that, that can also help you do a task for a set period of time. So remember, number one was go to bed earlier. Number two, wake up earlier than your household. Number three, have a plan for your morning. And number four is be consistent. Once you have your routine in place, be consistent about what that routine is. If you're waking up at 6 a.m., try everything you can to wake up at 6 a.m. every day. Your body will get used to it over time. Charge your phone away from your bedside table so that you have to physically get up out of bed to turn it off. Turn a light on to start telling your body it's time to wake up. Splash your face as soon as possible to wake yourself up. Do whatever you have to do to keep consistency with your morning routine. It will unfortunately mess you up and have you spending more time changing things around if you have a different time to wake up every day or you keep changing the routine. So try, like every good thing in life, to be consistent in it. Now, my morning routines are only for weekdays and I'm consistent in that. But on weekends, I'm way more relaxed. It's not such an early morning because I don't have to be at work at an early time in the morning. So it's way more chilled. It's the weekend. So whether we have to be at church or we go to the farmer's markets or whatever our weekends look like, it is far less structured as weekdays. In fact, it's not even structured at all. I mean, our weekends are pretty chilled and we do what we want when we want and that is awesome that's how we like it 
So go to bed earlier. Wake up earlier than your household. Have a plan for your morning routine. Be consistent. And finally, number five. Number five. This is my favorite. Make it fun. Your morning routines need to be something that you look forward to. So even though waking up is really tough and, you know, as much as I love my mornings, I don't like bounce out of bed and go, yes, it's the morning. But I put things in place in my morning routine. That's an incredibly awesome incentive for me to get going with my routine. So some things are not as fun in my routine and I'll share about that soon. But then there's other things that are super fun. Like I love sitting in my big plush chair with my beautiful cup of tea and reading for a period of time. It's something that I really look forward to. And the main reason that started this whole routine for me all those years ago was that I needed to factor in a time where I was going to spend some time with Jesus. And so that is really a motivating factor for me. Now, I want to talk to you about my morning routine now. Okay, now don't freak out, please don't freak out when I tell you what time I wake up, but I do wake up really, really early and it's because I have to be at work early, okay? So, and I live half an hour from work, so that's why. But I wake up at 4 a.m. on weekday mornings and I have 10 minutes to wash my face, brush my teeth, Sometimes I'll moisturize, I put my exercise clothes on, and I get downstairs. Now, sometimes I do it in five, which is awesome, and then I just get started with my next thing, but I allow 10 minutes to kind of wake up to the day. Then at 4.10, my next alarm goes off, and it says house care. So I give myself 30 minutes every morning to do my daily chores for the day. And so I've started this year, I've got this new planner that's awesome. And it kind of just gives you a little bit of a guide of a list of things to do every day so that you don't have to spend, you know, a whole afternoon or a whole day every week cleaning your house. And I really enjoy that because it means that every day I have something different, a different part of the house that I move to and And sometimes I get it done in 15 minutes, which is awesome. And sometimes it takes me the full 30, sometimes even 40 minutes to get my cleaning done for that day. But while I do that, I listen to an audio book. I put my AirPods in and I love it because it allows me to just start thinking and listening to something totally different. If I'm not listening to an audio book, I'm listening to some uh, podcast or a sermon or um, whatever it is. You can listen to the Soul Strong podcast if you want (laughs) when you're cleaning your house. Um, And I really, really love it. Then at 4.40, bam, my alarm goes off and I go into the meditate part of my morning. And this is really, like I said earlier, this is really the reason why I get up so early is because I'm super tired when I get home from work in the afternoons. You know, we've got to get dinner, spend time together as a family, kind of wrap up the day with everything that it's that's gone on. And I, for me, the last thing I want to do is pull out my Bible and try and kind of get into the word. So for me, the mornings is the time that I do this. And I know for some people it really works at night just before bed. That's awesome. I just find that when it's quiet, when it's still dark, when it's peaceful and I got my cup of tea, I'm a, I really love tea, so I take that with me. I read, I pray, I'll sometimes you know, kneel down on my rug and I'll just kind of pour out my heart to God. 
and I study and I open the Bible and sometimes I just read the chapters for the day, but most of the time I've got my commentaries around. I try and go deeper, write it down. What are some things that the word of God is saying to me? And if you want any help with that, please feel free to reach out to me. There's a number of resources that can help you, even apps that are super easy to get on your phone and and use to understand what the word of God is saying to us in 2021 as a mom, as a wife, as a woman, as a person, as a human in this world. I think reading the Bible is something that we can never let fall by the wayside. The Bible stories that we know from when we were a child, if we grew up in the church or if we grew up reading Bible stories, there's actually so many more layers to that. So even if we might think, oh, but we know it, we've read it. I have never read the Bible and not received something fresh and something new. So I really, really want to encourage you. The whole point of all this, yeah, having a clean house, yeah, spending some time filling your soul is so important. But without the word of God, it really doesn't mean much. And so whether you journal, I I definitely journal every day. I have my washi tape, my glitter. I have a little photo printer that I print pictures. And, and you just make that time whatever it is that you want it to be. I know a friend of mine, he was telling me one day that he has every single day he does something slightly different. So I think Wednesdays he does like worship Wednesdays and he just plays worship music and he just worships in his living room. Um, And then other days he might go for a walk listening to the Bible. And so really like that's what I'm saying about making your morning routine fun. If sitting down and reading your Bible early in the mornings isn't something that works for you, then then do it in a way that is going to speak to you. Um, My other friend, um, she's been telling us that she plays this audio Bible and it's beautiful. It's got music and all of that. And she colors in while she does it. And she really looks forward to that time every single day. And she receives so much from that. So really, friends, there are so many different ways to get the word of God into your soul, into your heart. It's really important. So I dedicate 50 minutes in the morning to that time called Meditate. So then after that, I've got 15 minutes and this is something that I've just started doing now that is a section called Mastery. I watched a a YouTube video about this girl talking about mastery and it is 15 minutes where you get to create something. So whether it's writing, editing, creating content, um, filming, whatever it is, it's something where you can create and master something. And in actual fact, I wrote most of this podcast that I'm doing right now with you in those 15 minutes over a couple of weeks. Um, And it was just so much fun. And you knew that it wasn't that much time. So you kind of get into it straight away because you're nice and awake, you're ready to go and all of that. And it's a really cool time where you get to do something. Um, Straight after that, I have at some mornings, because, you know, like I said, if the cleaning goes over time or if the study goes over time, sometimes you might have to cut something. But some mornings I'll just give, I'll say, you know, series set an alarm for 10 minutes and then I'll just go and read a book for 10 minutes. And it's not so much that I'm going to finish the book in a week or because I'm definitely not if I'm only reading 10 minutes in the mornings, but it's just about reading something and getting some more content inspiration into you. And it could be a book that's vastly different. At the moment, I'm reading Good to Great and it is just such a good book, but it's, you know, it it is about leadership and business and things like that. So it's very different to, you know, what my audio book is or what I'm reading in the scriptures, but some way it all connects itself. And I really love that. It's really cool. 
All right. Still with me, friends. Then I go into the move section. Now, this is 30 minutes in the mornings where I have to move in some way, shape or form. Now, I have been cleaning. I have been, you know, unpacking the dishwasher. So I have already been on my feet a lot. But whether I put on a workout on a, on my TV and do a workout or whether sometimes if the sun's already up by this time, I'll go for a quick walk around our neighborhood. Um, for me, it's really important to still be going on prayer walks. Um, that's something that I'm so passionate about and I miss it. You know, if I've gone too long without a prayer walk, I'll just duck out and it's literally 15, 20 minutes that I just walk around and I'm just praying to Jesus, asking for his wisdom. You know, we go through so many things every day. We are facing challenges that we don't even know we're about to face that day. And so why not have God not only by our side, but actually guiding us through this time, leading us with wisdom and grace and compassion through all of this. So that's why I just really encourage you to go on prayer walks if you can, if that's something that works for you. It doesn't really matter how you do it, but praying is super, super important. So yeah, after the move section, it's time to get ready to go to school. So normally if I've finished my house cleaning early, I've already packed our lunches either the night before or in the morning. So we make a smoothie, um, make sure we get our vitamins done and then you know, we're all getting ready to go because we leave pretty early in the mornings to go to school. So, but by that time I play some music. I've spent a couple of hours just by myself with God, making my house a kind of home that I want it to be, reading, being inspired, drinking some yummy tea. And so by the time I'm getting ready to go for work, really girls, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a great mood and I love mornings and yeah, there's things that happen, you know, I'm not perfect. So there's sometimes that, you know, things can happen or we can have a heated fellowship with our partner or maybe the kids are riling us up or they're moving at a slower pace or maybe we get an email from work and, and you know, it disrupts what we're doing. You know, there's always those things. But if you've set yourself up in the beginning as much as you you can. Like I said, we've asked for God to come in and give us grace and wisdom and compassion. And what more do we need to face whatever it is that comes our way that day? Now, as I've you know already highlighted, why do I place such an importance on this meditate and studying part of my mornings? And I believe it is because we are, you know, for all the reasons that I've already told you about, but we are also really distracted in this world and we are being bombarded by messages messages and thoughts constantly that are not of God. So why not be filling our cup with the word of God so we know how to combat things, how to step into difficult situations, how to navigate through tough conversations, how to deal with having the best marriages that we can, being the kind of parents that we can be in Jesus' name. So setting ourselves up from the morning, getting the word of God into us really allows space for there to be the Holy Spirit working in our lives. And now, again, if that is the evenings, you know, or on the way to work, you know, however way, just get the word of God into you. I can't encourage this enough. 
And I wanted to share that with you about my morning routines because it was something that I've been doing for such a long time. And and I thought, you know, what if other people don't really know that mornings can be intentional? They don't have to just be waking up to an alarm, you know, stumbling through the morning, throwing on some clothes, getting some food into you and, and rushing out the door. What if it could be a little bit better? And, you know, when I was traveling around in the ministry in EP, I used to do this a lot. I used to wake up an hour earlier than what I had to just to spend some time with God and then, you know, jump in the shower early and get ready so that you're on the on the front foot of things. You're not always reacting to everything that's going on. And if you already have a morning routine or if you wanted to share something that you took out of this, I would love for you to share that with us on our Instagram page called Soul Strong Sister. If you're not already following, we'd love for you to follow us um, and you can DM us and we'd love to hear what works for you on your morning routine. Now, the next episode of the Soul Strong podcast, I'm hanging out with some of my younger friends who are newlyweds and it's going to be so much fun. I'm so looking forward to our conversation together as we draw some insights on some young love. So make sure you join me for that. And thanks so much for hanging out with me today, wherever you're at tonight, in the morning, whenever you're listening to this, I pray it has been a huge blessing for you. I really pray that it'll be an inspiration for you to take back some of your time and be intentional about how your soul is being strengthened in the name of Jesus. So God bless you, Soul Strong Sister, and I will catch you next time right here on the Soul Strong Podcast with Priscilla. Mwah.